dream I'm dreaming But there's a voice inside my head Saying you'll never reach it Every step I'm taking Every move I make feels lost with no direction My faith is shaken But I, I gotta keep trying Gotta keep my head held high This is Channel 2 Radio The Mindset Matters Show With Sinat Noorani Good morning, good morning, beautiful people, and welcome to the Mindset Matters Talk Show. I'm your host, but also a mental health and well-being coach and therapist. You can find me here every Friday, same time, same place, where I'll be talking all subjects that impact mental health and well-being. And each week I have amazing expert professionals that come on the show, as well as other guests coming on to share their personal journeys about mental health and well-being. Right before I begin, I just want to read a quote from Begin Each Day with Affirmations and Empowering Questions, which is my book available on Amazon. And I wanted to start by using this affirmation. I can make great things happen by letting go of the past to think about all the things in my life to come. So I can make great things happen by letting go of the past to think about all the great things in my life to come. So just to leave you with a thought of that affirmation. Now, for those of you who don't know me, I'm absolutely passionate about working with people who want to better their personal and or professional life. I empower my clients to gain clarity by breaking through challenges such as anxiety, stress, goal clarity, confidence and fears that stop them from living their very best. Fundamentally, I believe it all starts from self-awareness and having the tools and strategies in your back pocket as a preventative, ready to be pulled out at any moment in time that you may need it. If you want to find out more about my services, then do visit my website, https colon forward slash forward slash www.zenatnarani.com. Or why not just simply book a call and let's have a chat on calendly.com forward slash zenatnarani. Now, I always love hearing from you, so please do. Uh, tweet in your comments or shout outs to Zenat underscore Nirani. And please don't forget to use the hashtag MSM Radio Talks in your post. Okay. And also don't forget to follow, like, and share because my purpose of this show is to bring about awareness of the importance of mental health and well being and to recognize, you know, all the people out there and organizations and people that are trying to make a difference and support uh, people going through difficult times, you know, children, young people and adults, as we know, and just to create the life and journey that we want. Right, so what's happening this month? Well, the whole of this month is stress awareness. Now, a study on the impact of stress and mental health 
as a result of the pandemic, I would like to share some stats just that I've been reading about. So since the COVID-19 restrictions that started in March, now 65% more people feel stressed than usual. 53% felt more anxious than usual. usual sorry. Uh, 43% felt more depressed than usual. So what are the causes? You know, so when they were surveyed, these were the stats from the survey. 57% missed family and friends. 46% were concerned about when things would get back to normal. Now, we know slowly things are shifting. But, you know, how are we feeling right now about, you know, slowly coming out of lockdown as shops are slowly beginning to open, leisure centers are opening, you know, all these things are starting to fall into place. So it'd be great to hear how you are feeling right now. And what tool, you know, what tools have you got in your back pocket? What are you doing right now to help you through this process? Uh, Continuing with the stats, 37% felt anxious about the changing rules surrounding lockdown. 34% feared future post-COVID and 30% had money worries. They're quite shocking stats um, that have been done. So, you know, I I was thinking about this and I thought, well, why not set yourself a challenge this month since it's Stress Awareness Month? A 30-day challenge that encourages you to pick an action, so one action for your physical, mental, emotional well-being. So there's three aspects, physical, mental, and emotional well-being. And to carry out each of these three every day. You could even add, uh, you know, to your actions, this social and spiritual wellness as well. Now, if you want to know uh, how to go about this, then visit my website, zenatnarani.com. And on there, you will find a 30-day challenge template that I have made to use and help you keep track and change and form those new positive habits. So do check them out. But also remember, it takes at least 30 days of consistency to turn your actions into habits, which is why this month um, is quite long. Um, so do have a look at that uh, template get committed, see what you can do to better your stress levels. And this can be applied to any aspect of your life. The 30 day challenge will maximize your chances of turning useful skills, knowledge and techniques into positive behavioral change. Okie dokie. Right. I'm going to go a little bit different today. I'm going to dive straight into my neck. Well, my guest, uh, my recorded guest, and then we'll go into a music break later. So let's dive into listening to Martha Blessing all the way from New York. Welcome, Martha. And thank you so much for taking the time to come and share your experience and expertise all the way from America and that being New York. So just really quickly, uh, how did you find out about the radio show and what made you want to get in touch with me to appear on this radio show, The Mindset Matters? Sure. Uh, First of all, thanks so much for having me. And uh, I found you through the podcast, through the website. And what interested me so much is the fact of the times that we're living in and having worked as a wellness practitioner in the industry for 30 plus years, I have a real true passion for mental health and for 
really helping people get through these times that we're living in right now. Absolutely, absolutely. You know, I, I, you know, like you've said, um, you know, mental health and well-being is such a huge topic, as we know. And there's been, you know, there's always a lot of stigma around it. But I think um, because of what we've gone through the last year, I don't want to say the C word, but we all know it's 2021, and it started in 2020. Well, kind of 2019, end of it. But you know, there's been so much stress, anxiety, and just overwhelming feelings because of it and you know what it's great to have you on as another expert um because i you know as you know i do mental health and well-being but just to understand and know what you're doing and how it is perceived um in america but before we dive into that can you tell our listeners a little bit about your backstory and why you do what you do sure absolutely uh I was a nurse in, in Western conventional medicine for 25 years. And then I became a patient in that system. And I had 10 years of daily chronic pain. I had three back surgeries. I was living with fibromyalgia. Yeah. And um, at one point I was in a wheelchair and the doctors told me that I would never walk again. And through that journey... Uh, it was mental, it was emotional, it was physical, it was spiritual, it was financial. I lived, and, and really it was a roller coaster between anxiety and depression. Mm. Were you the things were you like this is not going to get the best of me, I'm not going to let this affect me, or was it that you just kind of got consumed by it? In the beginning, I was very much consumed by it. Mm. I really was because all I really knew was that model of Western medicine, what I call a pill and a bill, right? <laughs> either, either take a pill or try to cut a piece of it out, whatever it is. Well, I had already had three back surgeries and it didn't work. Yeah. I started to ask new questions. Mm. And when we ask new questions, we get different answers. Absolutely. And I started to be aware of energy medicine and energy healing. Mm. And that opened up a whole new doorway and pathway. Yeah. And, I, and I started studying all different forms of energy medicine. And that was how I found my way out of that 10 years of daily chronic pain out of the wheelchair. Amazing. Yeah. Yeah, I had um, it, it between surgeries two and three. So the first surgery I had, I lived in daily chronic pain. I took Valium. I took Hydrocodone. I took muscle relaxers. I took, mm. uh, you know, Motrin, anti-inflammatory. You name it, you were taking it. I was on it. I was like a walking <laughs> Pharmacy. I really truly was. I was like a walking pharmacy. And but what I knew to be true, there was this little light, this little speck inside of me that told me to keep looking and to keep searching. And having been a nurse, that was a gift because yeah. I knew that if I continued on this path, taking all these medications, I was young, I was 28 years old. Wow. Okay, that is young. I would have no kidney, no liver, no stomach, you know, the side effects of the medication mm. I knew from being a nurse. And I went to a yoga center and they had a health uh, spa 
and I went for a session for energy healing. Mm. And I didn't know what had happened to me, but something had happened and it was different. You just felt different what, as I, you were there when you came out. I didn't know what it was. I had no, this was pre-internet days. <laughs> yeah. So I couldn't hop on and research what had happened. You know, I couldn't <laughs> type in and Google something. Yeah. But it was the first time in six years that I didn't have any pain and I didn't take any medications for three days. Amazing. I was there and I said, pay attention. Mm. Would you say a lot of that also has to do with your mindset, where you have that, where the way your thinking patterns that helped you through that recovery, as well as that little igniting thing that you had within you? Oh, absolutely. At the time, I didn't know mm. that my mindset was going to have to do that. Mm. Right, was going to have to change now. You know, the interesting piece of it was it led me down a road of really becoming an expert in energy medicine and, mm. and all different forms of energy. And that was how I came to understand about the anxiety and the depression mm. and those things being a block yeah. in my body. And that, they, and that some of the other blocks that were causing the pain were also traumas that had happened right yeah so the way i view them in my work and what i see differently is so often we are trying to run away from and annihilate the symptoms mm, absolutely instead i suggest let's move towards them find out what they want find out where the energy imbalance is mm-hmm and then let's look at how we remove them. Yeah. Like with the EFT or other, yeah. right? Because otherwise the the conscious, subconscious, unconscious is all on the same loop. It's the same story. That it is, we're, yeah. We're playing, right? So that's where the mindset piece comes in. Yeah, because you haven't taken that paradigm, that negative paradigm, and moved that shift out of there to replace it with those new thoughts and feelings and belief systems. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yep. We're in agreement on that. So <laughs> in my experience of working with people, what happened was I got certified in energy uh, and healing touch and I had a private practice and people would come and they would lay on the table and they would get a session every month and then they would go back out and I could help balance and create peace and shut off the, the mental chatter and the mind. Mm. It's really like being dipped in Valium, right? It's like, I feel fabulous. Everything's, <laughs> the world is better. Without the damage of damaging your body. <laughs> yeah, I'm healed. I'm healed, right? But then they go back out in the world and that tape keeps playing. Yeah. So the programming just comes right back to create the block again. Yeah. And so what happened was um, I came to understand the really kind of four major areas where people experience anxiety, right? Mm. They either get these uh, sort of butterflies or pit in their stomach. Yeah. They either have anxiety in their stomach, they have it in their chest, and they think they're having a heart yeah. attack. Or panic. Yeah, it's a, yeah, your chest goes really hard and you can't breathe. Yep. Yep. 
or um, their throat tightens, mm -hmm. or the mind feels like it's on fire. Yeah. The brain feels like it's on fire. And so as a medical intuitive and an energy intuitive, I can, can talk to people and know exactly where they're experiencing that anxiety mm -hmm. and know it's grief that's in the heart center. Yeah. I can see and feel that emotion. Okay, it's grief. Now I know what we need to release, how yeah. to guide them. But so long as we're just taking the pills, and I'm not, you know, we need those, right? We need yeah. we need them to keep people alive in mental health right now. Yeah, if, you know, I'm not saying don't take the medications, but if that's all you do, mm. you're never going to get at the core cause. No, you're get at the root cause. Yeah, because you're just lining the top with icing, as I say, and not getting yet to the real sort of scrumptious bit that you need to address. <laughs> um, if that makes sense, that kind of analogy. <laughs> It, it is. People don't find it scrumptious. Yeah. <laughs> I try to look at it as a positive thing, but yeah, <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There's a gift in it. There's a gift in it. Absolutely. Yeah. So, um, in terms of so that's so that's how you serve your clients. Uh, what would you say your biggest success has been to now? I would say honestly, helping people, you know, identify the core cause. Mm. of their anxiety, of their stress, mm. and teaching them how to remove it. Yeah. Uh, because even in the world of, say, like functional medicine, they're still not getting to the core. They're, they're, that philosophy and that idea is that this is normal. Mm. You just have to live with it. Yeah. Anxiety and stress is just a part of living. Mm. So the, the success that I am so, so grateful for from my path and my journey is being able to teach people how to actually move that energy for themselves. Yeah. To be able to actually, uh, I teach a practice. I don't teach meditation. I teach a stillness practice, which is different. Okay. Tell a us a little bit more about that, the stillness yeah, practice. A lot, for of, a lot of... Uh, People in, and practitioners will say, learn to meditate, right? Well, when you take somebody that has anxiety and panic disorder and tell them to quiet their mind. They're not going to know how to do it. That sends them right into a, a panic. <laughs> yeah. Then I don't know how to do it. Will you ask <laughs> When you tell them, you know, quiet your mind, it's like, that, no, so they don't do it, right? The stillness practice, in, in money meditations, what they're doing is people are listening to a meditation and they are focused on doing the meditation, right? It's something outside of themselves. Yeah. So it may clinically, chemically slow down the megahertz and the waves of the brain, mm. which is, of course, a benefit. Yeah. But it doesn't empower them to actually go inside, find their own inner healing mechanism mm. and become their own best healer. Right? Yeah. So the stillness practice actually teaches them, no, you can't quiet the mind, but you can give it something else to focus on. And I bring them actually into their bodies to manage their own energy mm. 
and that makes them feel safe. Yeah. And I think feel empowered. It does. And I think it goes back to what you said earlier, which I completely agree with, um, is the teaching and learning those two words are key because sometimes people feel that you know they may come to a therapist a coach a counselor you know wherever the medical profession may be um and expect a magical miracle to happen mm-hmm. but we know that that change only happens with a pill and it's only temporarily but the teaching and then learning how to do it themselves is so important. And I love how you, you really focus on that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, it's very important. I, I came to that because of all the years that I worked as a practitioner. Mm. And people, again, like I say, they would come and, you know, plop down on my table and they would feel better. But they wouldn't really make progress. Because they don't know. Because they weren't actively involved in taking responsibility and connecting with that place inside themselves that is completely healed and, and, and you know, healthy. Yeah. Healed and, and whole and healthy and, and knowing in that moment, oh, I feel this energy happening. I feel it in my chest. Now what do I know? I know that this is an excess of energy. Mm. And it's actually trying to come up and to come out and to be released. Yeah. But if we, if all we do is stuff it back down. It's pointless. It's just creating the illness. It's just, yeah. and it's, it's going to move somewhere else in the body. Yeah. And create the physical illnesses that we see right it'll either uh latch on to the neurological system Mm -hmm. or the circulatory system you know it'll either go into the heart or the blood vessels or because there's one thing we know about energy energy can we're we're energy beings and energy can't be created or destroyed it can only change form yeah absolutely so it's gonna go somewhere and I think the best possible outcome is let's teach people how to remove it. Yeah, release it. Not make everything so scary. Yeah. Great right. point. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Because, you know, you hear a lot about how the word mind over matter. Um, and I, you know, there's many stories where you hear people have that have been healed from their illnesses like yourself you know you've got yourself walking again through this energy healing to to a better life without the medication or with very limited medication should i say um there's so many other natural things that we can focus on and i know my mother always tells me you know if you feel strong in the mind then you're going to feel strong everywhere else in your body mm-hmm well, in Ayurveda says that all illness is caused by a failure of intellect. That's interesting. Mm. Yeah. So we are, it's basically saying we are actually creating illness with our thoughts. Yeah. Right. We're creating with that negative program that we've, that's the stories that we make up and become true the ego yeah the ego makes up yeah that becomes uh the self-fulfilling yeah and then that it's almost like when we say you know believe in something and the more you believe and the more you trust in it it comes true if you're doing it negatively that's the same thing but it's the opposite so 
why we do it to ourselves i have no idea <laughs> but yeah. many do um but it's it's about really learning and understanding that we have one mind one body one soul and just to love it and treasure it yeah absolutely and that we have the thing i like about the concept of healing and, and understanding energy is you know we can look at the body as a container of energy that's really on the cellular level that's what it is all of these things happening and firing right enzymes and all these different things and if we look at it as a container the one thing we do have control over in our lives even during a pandemic yeah. is we can choose what we want to think absolutely choose what we want to believe and we can choose what energy stays in us what we what we allow in what we take in and what we let go of what we say that doesn't serve me i don't want this thank you goodbye completely <laughs> agree so if that's the case just on your because I, I talk about the same thing with my client how do you get your clients to believe that and take action on those things yeah it's a journey it's absolutely yeah. a journey um you know my business is called next level wellness and for a reason right because when you get to a certain point when you're at level three they're going to the practitioners they're doing things they they understand that they have uh a responsibility and that they're creating some of this for themselves mm -hmm. But the tools that you use to get to the next level, you need a new set of tools. Yeah. And so it's it's teaching people and helping them understand that the tools they had to get to where they are serve them up until that point. And now in order to get to the next level, they are going to have to accept more responsibility mm -hmm for their self-care, for their own energy, for their choices. Yeah. And, and it's not, you know, you don't brush your teeth on the first of the month and say, I'm good for the next 30 days. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there may be a few out there who probably think that. <laughs> right? You brush them every day. You don't eat one meal on the first of the month and then you don't eat for 30 days. <laughs> right it's a daily it's a, practice it is yes and it's about finding those tools yeah, it's, it's um you have that option yeah if you choose to take it and so a lot of a lot of my work is actually the education right i'm a teacher at heart and it's the education mm -hmm. because Quite honestly, in the States, and I, I've been told this, I don't know if it rings true, but I believe we're the only country that allows advertisements on our televisions for all the pharmaceutical drugs. Mm -hmm. I mean, you put the news on here and there's, it's just one after another of yeah. all of these, these prescription drugs. Mm -hmm. And so people are being programmed to believe 
Mm. That our bodies are meant to break down and turn against us. And that all of this stress and mental health illness, you know, it's just part of living in life and, and you have to live with it and you have to accept it. And this is as good as it gets. That's really interesting that you say, because that was one of my other questions I wanted to ask you. How is mental health perceived there? Because we often hear um, that, you know, in the States, lots of people have I have a therapist, like I've got a new handbag, or yeah, I've got a counsellor. But um, is that true? Because obviously here in the UK, there is a huge stigma when you say that, oh, um, I have a therapist or a psychologist, people think you're a bit, uh, like you're losing it, that you've lost your marbles a little bit. That's the only reason why you go to them. Um, I mean, this, it's it's a very... Yeah, so. Uh, can you can you let us know what it is a bit like in the states? Yeah, that it's changing so here. It's changing. Interesting. Yeah, <laughs> so interesting. Um, I always, I mean, I don't know that it's necessarily a status, but it does get tossed. The word therapist does get tossed around a lot, and uh, it is pretty common practice, right? Mm. Um. I can say personally, I've never, and I've gone through a lot of things. I had, I had a lot of abuse when I was a child, a very you know, dysfunctional family, a lot of things, right? Um, and only now, in this last year with the pandemic, did I actually seek out to work with a therapist who does EFT. Okay. Because I knew there was grief and emotions from the losses that I experienced. And I didn't want that to become stuck in my body, right? Mm -hmm. I wanted to process that. Um, but I always tell people, therapy is for healing the past and mentoring and coaching is for creating your future. Mm -hmm. And I do believe that there is a place for the therapy, but interestingly enough, I have a lot of people that come to me because they've gone to therapy and it mm -hmm. hasn't done any good because it's very mainstream, right? They don't have the EMDR or the EFT, the energetic piece to actually remove the cellular trauma that's stored in the, in the cells, in the tissue. Yeah. Right. That's what I say. Like the issues are in the tissues. Right. And so it's literally creating the illness and the anxiety. We know it's an excess of energy. What the traditional therapy does is just keeps them in their head talking about it. But it yes. And something that well in the past. Yeah. Yeah. It doesn't release the programming. That mm. energetic piece is not there. Yeah. And again, even some folks who are, you know, functional medicine here in the States is very much about, oh, well, uh, the gut-brain biome connection because 90% of serotonin, that feel-good chemical, yeah. is created in the gut. Absolutely, yeah. Right? And so, but again, and so then they're focused on diet and supplements and all of the supplements that you take. But it's still not getting to the question. They're basically saying, well, this is just normal. Yeah, and it's so, it, yeah, it's not. And, you know, okay, so let's look at what is actually now. I look at the solar plexus, it's not just 
what you eat and your digestion and all those things. That stomach, that solar plexus in the chakra, in the energetic system, that's your self-worth and your self-esteem. Yeah. That's your power center, right? So if you grow up in a dysfunctional environment or a codependent environment, alcoholic environment, where your power has been taken away and you lived in fear, your self-worth and self-esteem is not in a good place. No, it's all over the place. It's not aligned at all. Yeah, there's no container for that, right? Mm. So that's actually what led me to be doing this work because when I had an Ayurvedic wellness center, people would come in and they would have uh you know uh reflux or irritable bowel and and ulcers and burning stomachs and they'd want an ayurvedic diet yeah and give me some trifle and some ayurvedic herbs and i'll be on my way was well, a medical intuitive i can see That's and enough. i look and i say well until you heal this relationship you have with your brother in the business that you work in together and the anger and the fear that's swirling in your stomach no pill and no diet's ever going to heal that because yeah. the root cause hasn't been addressed yeah absolutely completely yeah. agree there and but, again yeah. the therapy is going to keep you in your head but you want to be released from that and yeah have something you want to get your power back absolutely um i wanted to ask you about your book that you have that you've published just if you could briefly tell us about your book and for our uk listeners as well here if, okay. where did that come from yeah yeah so uh the book is called healed and unlimited and the first half of the book is my story and it's a it's a it's a mystical journey mm. out of 10 years of chronic daily pain in the healing and the journey and where I switched my belief systems, right? Where I went through that energy and things like that. And really mm -hmm. uh, the idea of healing the trauma and the abuse, the emotional aspects yeah. that created the illness, right? Because if surgery was the answer, why did I have three of them? Yeah. The underlying cause was still there and it, it was emotional. And then the second half of the book is the tools mm -hmm. that I've used. Okay. Uh, the Ayurveda, the energy healing, the mindset, the affirmations. Yeah, I um, love affirmations. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and really how to do that and how to switch and really integrate. That's true integrative healing, right? When we get the physical, the mental, the emotional, the spiritual, and the energetic. Absolutely. And it's all into one. Got to feel it first. You have to feel it within you, that gut, that inner, your heart, that, like you said, the belief system, it's got to be there. And then the rest starts to follow the mind and then the results. Yeah. One of the pieces um, out of that 10 years of daily chronic pain, when I was living at Cropolis Center, I channeled a meditation. And um, it's called the Love Meditation. And it actually. It's a very different, um, it's very active in the meditation in that it takes you into your heart center. It takes you into your chest and it helps to draw up. Again, it's teaching someone to get back in their body, mm -hmm. right? One of, the, one of the pieces is that when we experience trauma, and it doesn't even have to be a big trauma, right? Like yeah, anything. That. It can just be... Uh, 
you know, little things here and there and we make up a story and, and that becomes this identity, right, yeah. of, of the trauma. Um, but when we experience it, and especially for anyone who is an empath or who's very sensitive, the discomfort of that experience is so profound and debilitating. We have a tendency to sort of check out of our bodies. Yeah. Our energy just sort of goes because we don't want to feel that pain anymore. We're almost living on the outside, aren't we, of yeah. that circle. We're, we're looking into the looking glass, perhaps. And the problem is, is that we cannot heal and balance our energy when we've shut you know constricted mm. everything and cut ourselves off we don't feel the pain but we also can't feel joy yeah it, it does there's no discernment in mm. that oh well i'll just let the joy come in but i won't feel the pain now when you shut it off and you and you shoot out of your body so to speak then that's it you don't in the the panic the symptoms of anxiety in the solar plexus, in the heart, and the throat, and the racing. That is what I believe is like a divine sign from God to get back into your body and experience life and living again. Yeah, do something about it. Yeah, yeah. enjoy your life. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, and to learn how to release the painful part and experience the joy. So the love meditation, I talk about it in the book, and there's a, uh, you know, it can be downloaded on my website it takes you back into your heart and back into your body and affirming and feeling the time where you're like your fullest expression of your god self who would you be right without all of this other stuff who would you be mm -hmm. and and to kind of start to feel your own essence and energy and light again yeah in a time where you felt deep deep love Right to 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 open the heart back up to yourself, to your divine self. Yeah, and truly, truly ask. So I'm talking about that, um, because I'm conscious of time as well. Um, but what would your top tip or advice be, so that you know people can achieve the best life they need to live or just be happy with them themselves, overcome the stress and anxiety that we're having. What advice would you give them right now? Absolutely. It would, it would be to find and work with someone who helps them to move and balance their own energy, right? right? To, to start to build. I always say we become what we practice. Yeah. And at least here in the States, it's very much this idea that it has to be so hard, right? The healing is hard. Everyone's searching. What's the answer? How do I heal? And mm. it isn't that hard. It's getting still. I like that. It's stop yeah. running and chasing after all these things outside yourself. It really can be that simple. And when you just start to practice and learn how to practice, Mm. moving that energy and to stop running like stop chasing your tail right and yeah just absolutely and stop in the moment it's it's a bit what we you know we, we, you know we have a lot of um here and it's coming more popular is the mindfulness practice of things i suppose that's another way of saying being still 
stop running be in the moment yeah amazing yeah, absolutely and you know one of the things that i'm really kind of a stickler about is is the um getting off, you know getting away from and getting off of the uh, electronics and the digital oh yes <laughs> very it creates a lot of scattered energy right it's very hard on the central nervous system yeah it just absorbs yeah. like draining. a sponge draining absolutely um, i'm sure you know about it but there's this whole clubhouse app uh which i've joined and i've been listening into a lot and it got to a point where i was feeling great and inspired but eventually i suddenly got to a point where it was draining me and i hit a point where suddenly i went Oh my god i've lost my self-worth my value and i was a bit like i don't know who i am why am i doing what i'm doing i suddenly started to question because i suddenly started to also i've said suddenly so many times already um to compete against other people why are they there and why am i here and it, all this chatter in my brain and i had to now it's been two weeks since i've been off it completely and i feel amazing yeah. so it's it's those kind of things they just absorb yeah. all the energy Absolutely. I um, I love information and I love knowledge. I'm a lifelong mm. learner for sure. But, uh, you know, the other thing that I think is really, really important is to get outdoors and to be connected yeah. with nature. And I, I walk several, several times a day, three, four miles, and even in the winter. And But a lot of times I'm listening to books on tape or yeah. audio books or a podcast or something. And I was like, nope. I need to shut all of it down and I just need to feel the earth under my feet, you know, be mindful of my steps, mm -hmm. feel my legs, feel my own energy, pay more attention to the sky, to the trees, to the plants, the birds are singing yeah. now, it's spring, like to, to, to just feel that and to shut it all off. Don't yeah. even listen. My brain couldn't, like you say, my brain couldn't even take in a podcast yeah. or, or even an enjoyable fiction book yeah <laughs> on tape it's like shut it off <laughs> no absolutely and um, right who was who would you say was your most or who has influenced you the most or maybe if it's not person a book hmm you know, probably uh, my very first entrance into energy and, and healing was Carolyn Mace. Mm -hmm. And that was Anatomy of the Spirit. Okay. And um, I think it's a detailed explanation of energy in the body and a spiritual approach and an energetic approach mm -hmm. to health and well-being and healing and she's really evolved over the years mm -hmm. uh and she her work now has uh, much more of a sacred feel to it mm -hmm. than just about the energy mm -hmm. but i would say her and marianne williamson it's always about a return to love right it's always about coming back to ourselves yeah and it's it's about trust right it's about trusting ourselves lovely yeah trusting yourself love yourself care for yourself yes and, nice. that, and that's the ability right to heal even with anxiety and mental health is to come back to this idea that you know i'm not an overly religious person but i know that when i am stressed about something i just say you know what martha don't worry about it god's in it 
<laughs> that's in it, right? Like having something to come back to that there's a higher power that is benevolent. Yeah. That, is, that, that there is that love. Yeah, absolutely. And that we're going to be okay and that we can trust ourselves, trust our bodies. Yeah, and it does. It comes back to trust and belief for ourselves. So before we end, um, do you have a special quote that you'd like to share with our listeners? Oh, gosh. I have a lot, but you know what? I have to say it's probably the one that I've already said, and that is we become what we practice. We become what we practice. We become what we practice. And that is such a, a, a North Star. Mm. Whenever somebody is feeling out of balance, they can ask themselves, what have I been practicing? Yeah. What have I been practicing that got me, like you just said about Clubhouse, right? What have I been practicing? My practice has been Clubhouse. Yes, and it hasn't served me. <laughs> so, I mean, it just brings your brings your attention and your power back to yourself. Oh, what have I been practicing? Let me look at what I've been doing and what I've been contributing to this condition. And then I have the power to take it myself to change it. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Amazing. Absolutely. Now, if our listeners want to get in touch with you, connect with you, follow you, how can they do this? How can they find out more about you? Sure, absolutely. Uh, the best place is to go to my website, to marthablessing.com. I also have a page there with free tools on it, free guides and uh, wellness barrier quiz. And they can find me on social media on Facebook and LinkedIn. And uh, they can find me through a contact page on my website as well, where they can email me. So. Lovely. And, of course, you can also get in touch with Martha Blessing through myself because I'm connected to Martha as well. So thank you so much for coming on the show to share, you know, your expertise, your story. It's Oh, my goodness, it's incredible. I didn't know about that. So that was like a surprise <laughs> bang. Um, you know, the, the whole mental health side, uh, I'm sure... I know, not I'm sure, I know our listeners are going to get so much from this, um, listening to this, the, the whole energy healing, your tips, your advice, just the passion that you have portrayed through here. Um, and it's been a pleasure speaking to you. Any last words? My honor. Thank you. <laughs> Any last words for our listeners? Just for them to know that they have the power within them if they're struggling to not, to not continue to struggle, that they have a way out. It's not as hard to to have good mental health as they think it might have been led to believe that it is, right? Yeah. yeah. Great. Well, thank you for that. And uh, I'm tuning out. Okay. Have a great week. Thank you. You too. Have a great one. Well, there we have it. Uh, what a great interview I had with Martha. So please do get in touch with her and connect with her to find out more about her energy healing methods and the transformation that you can make right i'm going to take you back to 1978 it's time to have a quick break stretch our feet and just boogie around the room wherever you are just drop what you're doing and boogie
and his hunger for power became known to more and more people, the demands to do something about this outrageous man became louder and louder. Matters, exploring mental health and well-being horizons with Sinat Nurani. This show is dedicated to offering insight, support and tips covering a range of topics related to addressing your mental health and well-being. Each week, guest experts and brave inspirational people share their personal journey and experiences about their recovery, bringing awareness and change to the importance of breaking through this long-standing negative stigma. Well, well, there we have it. Ra, ra, Rasputin. And Sarah Marsh Collins has just tweeted in saying that she absolutely loves it. I hope, Sarah, you were dancing around, bouncing around the room and with your lovely Ellie and Barney too. I'm sure they were kind of pouring their dance away. Yes, a very, very uplifting tune. Just brought back memories. And yeah, thank God there wasn't a camera in this studio because honestly i'd probably be all over twitter (laughs) dancing like a freak but hey you know what it calmed my mind and it freed my soul uh you know what sarah actually just tweeted in saying um helping people through the pandemic and beyond this time last year and i completely had forgotten about this so this time last year we were delivering the business continuity support event delivering practical help for small business owners coping with with this shock of lockdown. That's right. You know, Sarah, myself, Chandra Sharma and Piyush Patel, we joined forces this time last year, just before, just as soon as the pandemic happened, to uh, bring a an event with guest speakers that would really support them through the pandemic, through financial, through mental health, you know, how to um, grow their business because they might be facing challenges. It was absolutely amazing. And, you know, we still run that event, um, second Wednesday of every month, still there to support small businesses um, grow and help them with their future. Yeah, so it was a great reminder to have that. 
Right, so we are coming to the end slowly. But I uh, just wanted to mention also on the 7th of April is a worldwide event to mark the anniversary of the World Health Organization, which was formed in 1948. So for those of you who don't know much about uh, the WHO, they promote development, foster health and security, strengthen health systems, harness research and evidence also harnessing um, or enhancing, sorry, partnerships and also improves performances. So uh, just to let you know, that's on the 7th of April. And coming up as well, this is something I didn't know about. On the 29th of April, and I will mention it closer to the time, we have On Your Feet Britain National Awareness uh, Activity Day. This is a day to reboot in a fun and exciting way for your workplace habits. So, I, you know, this is a great time to start thinking about it. How are we going to do this? But you can start implementing it now. So how are you going to get active for a big wiggle wherever you are, wherever you're working? What can you do more of so that you are off your bottom and on your feet? Why not hold yourself accountable with family and friends and colleagues on this day to make it more fun when bringing awareness uh, to On Your Feet, Great Britain? That's amazing. So that'll be a nice sort of fun thing to do, especially with the children. So, yeah, think about the activities you could be doing. Also, I was thinking um, while I was dancing away in the studio, why not tweet in your comments and images uh, to Zena underscore Narani of your 30 day challenge. So once you start that, you know, just tweet in images. Tell us what you're doing for your 30 day challenge to reduce your stress and share your successes. Don't forget, use the hashtag uh, MSM Radio Talks, but add on there 30 day stress relief. OK, so. Finally, um, before I start ending, I want to mention that, you know, to help you de-stress, but also form these great habits of just switching off from day-to-day things that are going on, time for yourself to kind of calm the mind. Uh, Whether you have anxiety or stress or not, why not try some apps such as Calm, Headspace, Buddhify? I mean, these are the ones that I know of and are really good. Um, but there are lots out there. So find something that works for you and give it a go. You can just have it there playing in the background as you're working or even stop what you're doing and just take that moment of bliss time. Right. So thank you so much for tuning in today. Have a wonderful Easter if you're celebrating Easter. If you're not and you're just going to have fun hunting for the eggs and bunnies, then enjoy your chocolate eggs. I went yesterday to um, get some chocolate eggs, but unfortunately I went to three, three places, four places, and they were completely sold out. Can you believe it? Maybe they didn't think that um, people would be buying so, so many eggs this year. Who knows? So I ended up buying chocolate biscuits. That's me. Uh, So thank you again for listening in and for your tweets. Do remember that you can listen to the show again on my platform, which is anchor.fm forward slash Zenat Narani, sorry, Zenat hyphen Narani MSN. 
FM. Please do continue to share the show Mindset Matters with your friends, family, networks and community to bring great awareness of mental health and well-being. Share, like and follow. Now, if you would like to uh, show your support by sponsoring the Mindset Matters show, email me at mindsethorizons.co.uk. And if you would like to appear as a guest on the show, please do email me at uh, mindsethorizons at, sorry, at gmail.com. So the first one, sorry, I think it's Friday, it's Easter. Uh, it's time for me to switch off, but uh, it's mindsethorizons at gmail.com. Tune in next week, same time, same place, to welcome Lois Wagner all the way from South Africa, and she'll be sharing her personal story. Uh, leaving you with my mission, I empower you to have the mind and the power to live the life you desire, supporting you to find clarity and vision through the darkest of times so that you can shine your light. Right, you know, I shared earlier on an affirmation from my book and I wanted to leave you with an empowering question. So the question that I'm going to leave you with is what kind of habits, sorry, what kinds of routines or habits limit your experience of everyday life? Have a great weekend and keep safe. The Mindset Matters Show, exploring mental health and well-being horizons with Zenat Numrani on Channel 2 Radio. see it that dream I'm dreaming but there's a voice inside my head saying you'll never reach it every step I'm taking every move I make feels lost with no direction my faith is shaken but I I gotta keep trying Gotta keep